Technically, we had some troubles last week, but this week everything should be okay. I'm making sure to sing to you the first thing. Hey, it's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. Let's all sing the theme song together. Let's all sing the theme song together. Come on, y'all. Bam, and you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad, I'm broad, there's poor connection. Yes, I'm broad, said I'm broad, said I'm broader than Broadway, and I'm a diddling, diddling, a diddling my self and it feels so good your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash baby oh yeah what time is it it's time for get wood with jess wood hi hi kids oh dear i seem to be having so many technical difficulties today i uh keep getting paused for poor connection on the on the interwebs of the ig situations and i've had some troubles here on the audio which if you listen to this show on the podcast i apologize for last week I did try a couple different times to re-record the show. And if you know what I do here, which is what my friend Ishtastic called a one-woman show weekly, half an hour one-woman show, you know that it is not really very easy to keep going back and doing it <laughs> again and again and again. Because this is a pure, unedited character-driven, love-filled, authentic motherfucking show. So, we try our best. And when I say we, I mean me and my booby. That's right. I love my booby, and I hope all y'all love your boobies. It's important. It's important that we love ourselves, do you know? And it's hard. Uh, I have been telling you uh, stories from my childhood, and this week is no different, my friends. Last week was the seventh birthday party, and if you're an audio listener that didn't get to hear it, please try to get yourself onto Getwood on Instagram. Go to my IGTV and watch. It is such a just delicious and violent story. Oh, hippies, hippies who fight. Those are like who I'm attracted to as well, I realized. Also, I did realize something just last night. I had a real epiphany, y'all. Okay. <clears throat> you know how I like don't mind if a, if a dude or two are homeless? Well, I figured out it's because of the way I was raised in the media I was looking at while, whilst being raised. And I'm going to tell you, the movies didn't help. Uh, down and out in Beverly Hills. He was kind of cute and he was spiritual. He had a dog. Um, now the Fisher King was kind of sad, but still groovy. Oh my goodness. I'm having so many poor connection, uh, situations. I don't, how oh, the technical difficulties of the day. Well, you just got to flow through it. As you have to do with the same, with this whole shit that's going on here. Hi, Wolfie. Hi, baby. Uh, I just, okay, 
I was just getting into the fact that I had been telling you the childhood stuff for the last few weeks, and this week is no different. We're going to go to my 10th birthday this time, though. Oh, dear. I don't know what my connection is so poor for. I might have to, maybe I should switch where I am in the in the recording area. I'm in the office, but I will, I will move. I will. For the, for the show? Of course I will. I will move for the good of the show. I will sit on the ground for the good of the show if I need to. I'm here by the router now. It's a different area and it's still adorable here. I don't know if I should sit completely on the ground. I guess I should. Hi, this is me cross-legged on the ground for you. Yes, this is me for you doing it how we have to do it in order to get it down. This is sacrifice, baby. This is the life, you know? When we're living real life, you don't want to see that fan. That's not really cute. Uh, when we're living real life, shit goes wrong all the time. And then you just have to try to breathe through it. Just like all this stuff, you know? Thank you. The validation is so wonderful that I get from everybody here. And the notes that I got regarding last week's audio not working. I know it's so disappointing when your podcast doesn't come out. Because I know I listen to a bunch of podcasts. And when mine don't show up when I'm when they're supposed to. And I'm like looking forward. Especially now when those are like your friends. You know like I consider myself your friend. And if I don't show up for you a couple times a week like I promised... I don't want to be a flaky friend. That's no fun. No fun. Flaky friends are fucked. Oh, I didn't bring my notes with me. Okay, well, let's see if I remember everything. I probably will. It did happen to me and everything. So here we go. Uh, we're going to go to the 10th birthday. We went from 7th birthday last week with the fight and all the adults fighting in Topanga Canyon. Um, and I don't really remember 8 uh, to 10. I think what had happened was... Uh, the house in Topanga got flooded. A flood came like we were in a little basin where we lived. And so when the <clears throat> excuse me, when the rain came, it flash flooded where we lived. And so there was this creek that was all cute in the springtime. But then in the winter, it would be like this rushing fucking whitewater raft river. And so it was a little insane. And the, the hippies had built a bridge that you could walk over. Like you had to park, they had to park their cars on the other side of the creek because it would be this river that you couldn't drive through. And then um, they would have to, we would have to walk over this bridge that they put together. Again, don't give them tools. They are very buzzed at all times and it was a very rickety ass oh it was so rickety this this bridge it was made out of like th you know little planks of of wood and in rain and wood it would split it would splinter and split and and it was on wires I mean it was like a horror movie in real life and so I was having to walk across there and there's no lights and the rain is just jamming down see again with the poor connection I don't know maybe it's Instagram maybe Instagram is getting bugged today because I'm all good I'm paid up at the old office and I've got the in, uh, you know the inter interwebs are working all great so hopefully this doesn't cause too much of a problem with this live because who knows it, what'll happen if they just disconnect me but let's not talk about the negative <laughs> Let's go back to my 10-year-old self. Okay, I got 10 bucks. I was living with 
my maybe daddy, excuse me, my maybe daddy and his wife, who, as you know, from the seventh birthday party had been in a fight, physically gotten in a fight with my uh, mama L and her boyfriend. So just to catch you up, uh, three years later, I had been flooded out from the house in Topanga. The rains had come and there was no going back. So what did Mama L's boyfriend, the axe murderer, save for me? You got to say it was the one time I really dug him out of the times that I knew him. And I knew him for like seven years and I never really liked him except for when the house got flooded. He saved my roller skates and my red spandex pants. That's right. I was nine years old with a pair of red spandex pants. It really does tell you a lot about it explains a lot not that you needed any more explanations but those were the kinds of things that was my outfit choice at nine because I was a roller skater and I lived near Venice Beach (laughs) okay so flooded out of the place in Topanga hey Funkerson flooded out of the place in Topanga have nothing to wear I mean I didn't really my mom shopped at thrift shops so when the Red Cross gave her the card for Kmart I'll never forget I was nine years old but I'll fucking it's like I could never forget it uh hey funky um the the Red Cross emergency gives my mom mama L a hey gorgeous Yvette uh a card for Kmart and my mom takes it and she goes Oh, God, Kmart? Fuck this shit. And I was like, Mom, like, I we I never had underwear. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, let's go to Kmart. I was so excited to go to Kmart at nine years old because I'd only ever been to thrift shops and I didn't have any underpants. So a nine-year-old only ever shopped at thrift shops, no underwear to speak of, and we get flooded out of the place in Topanga, out of this house, and I'm with my mom and the Red Cross for emergency says, here you go, here's this credit card to Kmart to go, you know, get some shit. And my mom's like, oh God, Kmart? Ugh, I don't think they'll replace my Buddhas. Do you, Jesse? I don't think they're, they're going to be able to replace my my rugs. And I'm like, who fucking cares? Let's get some underpants on me. Let's prioritize what's happening right now. We're flooded. We lost everything. Just fuck all that shit. We got nothing. We're going to live in motel rooms. Let's go to Kmart. Mom, let's fucking do it. Let's hit this shit. She was just like, ugh. And so we didn't. We didn't go to Kmart. This is how my mom was, though. You know, I was raised a vegan, but we were on welfare. So it was like they're giving away free meat and free cheese. But my mom's like, oh, God, meat and cheese, Jesse. Do you know what that'll do to your colon? No, I'm five. You know what I mean? Like when she said that when I finally got like, well, how come I'm not able to eat what everyone else is eating? Like I was totally (laughs) I wasn't allowed to to eat you know, kid food, you know, like cheese and um, things of that nature. Like I wasn't, I just wasn't allowed to eat that stuff. So it's a wonder that I'm not a completely cuckoo LaRue, which I mean, the the verdict's out. You know what I'm saying? I've had a ton of therapy, still, still therapy, more therapy, therapy now, Ser- serenity now, uh, madness later. 
anyway, so I'm so now we cut to I've been flooded out of the place. She doesn't want to go to Kmart. I now have to live with the maybe daddy and his wife who, like I said, last time I saw them was a couple years before that. And they got into a fight with my mom and her boyfriend, like physical. So a little awkward when I get dropped off there. But it wasn't my fault, you know, of course. But as a kid, you think ugh, I'd fucking if it wasn't for me, you know, so. 10 years old, 10th birthday. I'm with uh, maybe daddy, his wife. They live in Hollywood. They live off of Melrose Avenue. Now, Melrose Avenue, when I was a kid in the 80s, it was not, God damn, these poor connections with the fucking motherfuckers. I don't know why this keeps happening with poor connection, y'all. But if it's happening on your end, I apologize. It has nothing to do with me. Like I said earlier, I'm all paid up. <laughs> Anyways, 10 years old. My uh, people live in Hollywood. They live on Melrose Avenue. They live near Fairfax, the Fairfax district, which at the time in the 80s, there was really nothing on Melrose Avenue. Now you think of it and you're like, Melrose, hey, like with the shut up, da, 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 da. And it was not that. It was uh, there was a uh, synagogue and a health food store and a one punk rock shop that I used to go into when I was this age and ask them to spray my hair pink and and blue because I was really already into doing the shit. So anyhow, there's a t-shirt place on Fairfax Avenue that's called Where It's At. And it's got a picture. It looks like a ski lodge. You know how in the 80s, everything architecturally was like, trying to look like a ski lodge did anyone else was that just on the west coast did anyone else have that in their in their growing up because everything was fucking like a, a t, you know a, a, I don't know what the roofs are called I'm not an architect y'all I'm trying to just tell I don't even have great vocabulary but you know what I mean when it looked like a like a ski lodge <laughs> say ski lodge one more time so it had a a, a cutout of Yosemite Sam on the front of the building and he was holding his you know his famous shot of him holding his guns and of course and it was called where it's at and it was a t-shirt place where you could get decals and t-shirts and iron-ons like you that was like the shit like forget about it mid 80s i mean come on it, that was like everything to us like let me get a fucking t-shirt let me put something funny on it and i'm gonna be so popular at school tomorrow like shut the fuck up this is happening right now okay uh i don't understand okay so i get ten dollars which is you know it's kind of a big deal but i'm 10 years old so i get ten dollars for my birthday and i walk my little ten year old ass over to where it's at and I fucking go through like they have these giant notebooks filled with decals and iron-ons and you know numbers and letters like you can get whatever you want written on your t-shirt I don't know if anyone's seen the jerk that classic movie if you haven't seen it please go watch it but if you have you know there's a kid in that movie that's wearing a t-shirt that says something like shut up asshole or this is bullshit or something i think it's just bullshit because bernadette peters goes i've i've lost a little boy and he's got a t-shirt on that says bullshit anyway so that was a different time you know as i talk about on this show a lot we're fucked up gen x it was a different time nobody watched us we 
cursed and we had sex and we got finger banged, you know, very young ages. So 10 years old on my way to where it's at 10 bucks in my hand, burning up a fucking storm going through the notebooks. When I get there, Oh, I was there pouring over those notebooks for hours. You guys, those big old fucking, you know, and you did pictures of surfers. And, uh, there was a lot of, unfortunately there was a lot of like fat, chick you know what I mean no fat chicks like off the horrible like a lot of horrible thing chicks with you know g-strings and like just ass uh showing you know giving like with from Cali with love you know shit like that but then there were bands and stuff it was always you could whatever so I chose one for myself 10 bucks it cost I got the decal hood on sky blue t-shirt they had a place for you to change in where it's at, at the shop. So I go in, I buy this t-shirt with my $10 for my 10th birthday. I go in, I change into it. I'm so fucking proud of this shirt. I love it so much that I, I change into it to leave the shop. So I'm, <laughs> I leave the shop and I'm walking home and I get back to the house where my maybe daddy and his wife live, who've given me this $10. And I go, hey, what do you think of this? And their jaws completely fucking drop to the ground. And they and my stepmother especially was like, you're taking that back. You have to take that back. You're taking that right back. You're taking it back and take it off right now. You shouldn't even be wearing it. Take it off. Okay. This T-shirt had on it a picture of an egg and a chick being hatched out of an egg and like a crazy look on its face like a cartoon chick just you know getting hatched and the caption on top was I just got laid I thought it was hilarious 10 years old this is totally up my alley this is my sense of humor I've already done dances to big balls I've done, you know, numerous, I've been finger banged already. Listen, I was touched at a very early age. I was very uh, inappropriately, not like I was into it. Uh, but, you know, so, yeah, they made me take the shirt back. And you know what I traded it in for? One that said ass, gas, or grass. Nobody rides for free. And I thought that was actually more inappropriate than the one that I had chosen for myself. Anyway, that's this week's childhood story. Come back next week and we'll get another one to you out in the front, the front of the, <laughs> the front of the loop. Um, hey, speaking of loops, has anybody watched Class Action Park? Did anyone grow up in New Jersey that I'm talking to that's listening to this? Because, oh my fucking God, if you haven't watched it, call a friend who has HBO, Go, you got to get the listen it's so insane speaking of a different time the 80s again the 80s anything went because we weren't being watched so it was like the kids just ran the fucking show and like you're watching this thing about action park and it's very uh interesting that you know you're watching 14 year olds shotgun beer cans and then go and work the uh ride that you're supposed to go on and I know that was like that because my friends worked at the amusement park over in Santa Monica where we grew up but it really wasn't they had a lot of enforcement of like adult enforcement there this was just kids gone wild and I mean violence and drugs and sex and oh shit it's a great documentary 
<laughs> about an hour and a half of just jaw-dropping fun. And so I, I really recommend watching Class Action Park. It is it's a real peek into the 80s because that is, it was such a different, I mean, I know I always say it was such a different time, but especially now, I mean, now I'm sentimental for last summer's hip hop hits. That's how fucking sentimental I am right now. I'm like, man, remember when Lizzo first came out? That was so fun. It seemed like the world was okay for a second, you know? Doom, 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 doom. Like everyone was just, why men great till they gotta be great? You know, it was just, there was a touch of sass and, and love and fun. And people were still allowed to hug and stuff like that. You know, I don't, I don't like to go there usually with the show, but I have to mention the fact that I miss everyone and I miss doing things. Not that much, but I, <laughs> I have to be honest. I, I miss working because I like working, but um, as far as people go, I like you. I like you all. And I like me. Hi, bub. Hey, bub. I want to ask you, I'm going to message you later. He knows who he is. Don't you worry. Oh, God. You know, I used to listen to the radio a lot. I mean, I still do. But the dedications, they used, that reminds me, the dedications that the girls would do in New York. And they would go, um, I would like to dedicate this next song to my, to my husband. You know who you are. Why is it such a mystery? Why can't you say his name? It was always a mystery. It was always, you know who you are. Like they would recognize her voice. Do you know? I mean, you could take it as very romantic or you could take it as a little shady. <laughs> However you would like to take it. Hi, everybody. Bums. I am waving. I am waving. And I really, really do ha have to tell you all um, what what a, a pleasure it is to be able to tell you my stories from my week and uh and from my childhood as well but now we're going to go into my week and let me let me just say this again I said this at the top of the show but this is such a weird fucking time I don't have to tell you that but that you think you've made a plan or you have an idea of something to do or somewhere to go and then you go there or you try to do that and it's just not happening and it can be really frustrating when it happens over and over and over again and in this kind of space that we're living in right now it tends to happen and I have found that if I could just keep breathing and going like you know what I'm not gonna say this whole day is fucked because I hear my friends sometimes they'll say that like you know what this is a fucking this day just sucks this morning was fucking fucked and so the day just sucks and I'm like hey hold up hold up let's not put a spell on our whole day let's say well, we'll see what the next moment brings. Maybe, yeah, this last few hours were fucked and it was hard and it sh and it was shitty. And I even maybe cried a couple times. But you know what? I'm going to see what's next. Because I'm not going to spell that that's going to be bad all day. You know what I'm saying? So I've been practicing that. It works, y'all. It works. It works. Because I got to tell you, I went up to go to Ferndale. You know where I love Ferndale, where the fairies dwell? That's what I... I added the fairy thing to it, but it's the Griffith Park by Western Avenue. And you just go into this little teeny area. And I found out recently it was an uh, Indian reservation. And that's why I feel like there's so much juiciness uh, to it. And so I go there for my 
I need, you know, you need, you need a little tree in your life. And I do hug the fucking tree that's there. And yeah, I said fucking tree. Cause you know what? Love and light is not always love and light. You know, it, embrace your shadow side people. That's another thing I'm here to remind you about. But I go and I hug this tree and it makes me feel so fucking good. And I don't know why. And yeah, maybe a couple times I've been embarrassed when people walk by, but I don't give a fuck. They can find their own tree. They're probably just jealous. So haters let them hate is what I'm saying. So I go up to my Ferndell where the fairies dwell and I'm on my walk up there and I see this beautiful girl beautiful black girl in on on my walk up the street uh all dressed in white she's in a white tennis skirt and white collared shirt and white uh socks oh I don't know why my phone keeps saying it's a poor connection because everything here is just going delightfully I'm sorry I keep mentioning it if it's not affecting you I am terribly sorry Anywho, uh, this gorgeous girl, beautiful jewels around her neck and, and just this gorgeous big afro. And so I said to her, oh my goodness, I'm on my way to see fairies at the Ferndell because I say that's where the fairies dwell. But I must tell you, I feel like I'm already seeing one. And she was just taken aback. And I love giving compliments to people in the street. I I. I just love it. I mean, if you're taken with that, if you're taken by someone and you just feel it, do it. Who cares? What's what's the worst that could happen? They look at you like you're a little crazy and they move on. But know that not usually what happens, at least with me. She was so happy and I and I was happy. We were just so just such a love moment, you know, between uh, women in the streets. And uh, and then I continued my walk up to the park. We just said hi and love, you know, I was like, oh, my God, you're a fairy and I love and I love. And she was like, oh, my God, queen. And thank you. And, you know, just a lot of love, which I think is so important. And with strangers, especially. So uh, I walk up to the park and it's closed. It's closed. And I and I would have been really disappointed had I not had already seen a fairy also would have been really disappointed had I not been practicing this idea of going to the next moment, going to the next moment, really feel your feet, be all hippie, take a breath, ah, smell the fucking trees that are here where you can't get into your Ferndale, but smell the goddamn trees that you're surrounded by. Okay, what do you want next? What do you think you'd like, Miss Jessica? And I go, I don't know, maybe I want some ice cream. That's easy enough. Let's go to Rite Aid. Boom, it's right down the street from the park, huh? Yeah, that's how easy this shit is. So I walk down to Rite Aid right and as I come by the now I'm a sucker for the Halloween section anybody else because that section is my favorite also if you here's a little hint if you like socks every holiday go to Rite Aid a little bit before or after the holiday they have a little sale get you some socks on that sale that have represent that holiday oh they're always so much fun um okay so I go into Rite Aid and I hear and I'm like what the fuck is that and I'm intrigued and so I go to the Halloween aisle because of course what unless there's a fucking ghost girl following me into Rite Aid it's obviously it's in the aisle so I go to the Halloween aisle and I found it I found it there's a little boy little Mexican boy and his mom and he keeps pressing the button on this 
fucking scariest thing I ever saw in my life. Little girl ghost doll that's sitting on a rocking chair and making that. I mean, it was one of the most frightening things I've ever seen or heard. It really got me. And yet I couldn't take my eyes off it. And same with the kid. Like he, it would stop and he would look at his mom and his mom would go, we are not getting that for you. And then he'd go, but, but watch, but watch. And then he'd go and he'd press it again. And I and we were all just standing there in the aisle just looking at this thing. And I said to him, I'm scared. And he said, but watch. And he did it again. And I said, listen, I have to go because I'm frightened of this thing. And she doesn't make me happy. I'm going to the other side of the aisle where there's toys and tattoos and fake nails to press on. That's right. Fake nails to press on. For those of you lucky enough to see my delightful nails. So... He wanted to he wanted to be scared by the doll. I wanted to be scared by the doll, but I didn't understand why. And then I realized, you know, there's like a thing inside of us that has this need. It's a dopamine hit. It really is like a, it gets your adrenaline going, your heart's beating real quick. It's it's it that's why I think I think that's why I like scary movies. But I think I liked scary movies as a kid more because there was something about I could differentiate where it was scary at my house, but then there was this other house that was way scarier. It was like, yeah, sure, my mom's boyfriend's a dick and he beats her up and he's got guns and stuff, but at least there's no poltergeist here. At least I'm not in the TV. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. So then I was coming home from, from Rite Aid and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep walking with my ice cream. What a lovely day. I'll just keep walking. So I kept walking and I went to my favorite botanica. And my, my botanica, it's called Glitter Moon. And at Glitter Moon, I feel like it's like, come on in, white people. It's okay. And then you get in there and you're like, ooh, this is real. <laughs> botanica. It's real. Now, don't even, don't even trip out because this shit is fucking real. And it is. It's, uh, they have oils and candles and herbs. Oh, my. Crystals and rocks and chains. Oh, yes. Yes. I was delighted. And I love, love, love Glitter Moon. So if you're in Hollywood and you can get over to Western Santa Monica, please go to the Botanica glitter moon it's owned by a lady her sister and her daughter so it's a family owned local all female owned botanica you're welcome um so i get to the door of the botanica and i fucking look in i haven't even walked in yet and i look in and who do you think is at the counter motherfuckers can you even guess it was the fairy it was my fairy girl she showed up at the fucking botanica she was there like a gift not that i was getting anything from her she was giving anything to me there was nothing exchanging except for energy and you know what i felt like i was at the right place at the right time yes okay so that's like beautiful and special and that's what I'm talking about when I say take it moment by moment and pay attention because there's magic everywhere it's everywhere but mostly in here yeah 
quiet down and it'll happen. If you quiet yourself, because, man, I've been having a hard time quieting myself. You, the nerves, the anxiety. Don't you look at me and look at my fucking eye makeup and think that I'm all fucking pulled together and like, look at her. She put on earrings to get. Yeah. So what? I took a shower. Doesn't mean that I fucking feel like, you know, that I could fucking kill it. But I, I practice. I show up for myself. I show up for you. You show up for me. This is like a give and take like you cannot believe. So my anxiety was getting the better of me. And what did I do? Oh, my goodness. All of it. Everything. Thank you, mommy. Thank you. I love you so much. Um, I did everything. You know, when you're anxious and you're like, fuck, this is it. I'm this is I goddamn anxious. Like I'm living in this shit. Like I'm feeling like my body is like shaking. And I did everything. I did like the meditation. I did the belly breathing. I took a walk. I fucking called a friend. You know what I mean? Like I did everything. And then I realized what my medicine is, what my real medicine is. It's dance medicine, medicine made of dancing in your motherfucking apartment or wherever you had in your room, whatever you have, whatever space at your park, it, under your tree, wherever you want to be free to be you and me. dancing what did I do I put on a goddamn I put on the musical hair what what the fuck's going on I don't know because I missed hugging a tree because I saw a fairy twice in the in the streets (laughs) we ended up hugging when we saw each other at glitter moon I ain't lying I will hug a stranger I'll risk it because why if this life isn't worth it come on what am I gonna do just sit in the house all day this girl Pause due to poor connection and I don't like it. Hey, mommy. Oh, I love the group that is happening here today. Please, everyone in the group chat, follow each other. You are all so goddamn magical. Thank you for being here for me. I just, I'm really, I'm looking at all these names and I'm thinking to myself, all y'all, coven time. <laughs> That's the suck. Um, so... So I'm walking back from Glitter Moon after I'd done, I had some purchases over at Glitter Moon. I got a, I don't know if you can tell, but this skin is a glow. This fucking skin is a glow, yo. And it's because I got some orange flower oil at the Botanica and I mix it with the coconut oils. Oh my God, it's like fucking beautiful. Like, I feel like, I don't know, you guys, like, usually I feel like really like, and now I feel like really like, hey, so (laughs) maybe it's because we're now 